welcome everybody to Bitten by Radioactive Podcast, where we give powers to a name. I'm Dean McKnight, and I'm swinging in on the, the high-rise buildings of New York City. Ooh, oh dear. He's, he's, still, he's still on Spider-Man high. Also, that's gonna, a different kind of travel analogy than he's used to. Mm. Oh, well, I'm branching out. It's a bit more on brand, though. Oh, I could have done like a little spider pun there, like um, I'm webbing out. I'm Too late. Moving on. <laughs> exploring ideas. <laughs> Welcome, everybody. Uh, we're here. I'm here again, Dean McKnight, with my buddies, Josh Randall. Yep. How you doing? I'm well, Dean. Well, Dean. Well. I got criticized, actually, for asking people, how are you doing? For, and I quote, no one knows how to answer that question. Does that mean you're going to be rude and not ask me how I'm actually doing then? Well, I can, but do you know how to answer it? Why don't you ask and find out? Jade. Jade Sarson, how you doing? Yes, Dean. Uh, uh, everything's shit, you know? Oh. No oh, one likes okay. hearing the real, true answer, but here we are. Here on Bitten by a Radioactive Podcast, we strive to bring you the truth. <laughs> the horrible, unmitigating truth. Yep. Oh, by the way, uh, it's a real shame that you've lost how many jades now? Is it four? The, the pile's riding yeah. high. Oof. Literally. Well, actually. hopefully I'll be fine. I mean, fingers crossed. Jade Sarson, number five, six... Yeah, yeah, you guys showed up randomly on Earth 5 and told me that you were doing a podcast, and I thought, hey, why not? I'm not doing anything. Welcome once again to Jade Sarson, our replicating, super futuristic, super trans-universal Multiversal. <laughs> Multiversal. I believe is the correct term. Thank you. So, welcome, Jade. Welcome, Josh. And we're here to do uh, a little bit of superhero creation today. But before we do... We got a little bit of a uh, housekeeping, just a, just a tad, and it's a, it's fun housekeeping as well. It's the good kind. So, we have a little competition for you guys, for our beautiful listeners. You might know that we ask for reviews at the end of the show, but we're ramping it up. We are kicking it off. So, uh, starting from when this episode airs, if you leave us an iTunes review, and if you put your name on that review, you might be lucky enough to have that name. Possibly your name or your fancy screen name be used in the generation of uh, one of our wonderful characters here on Bitten by a Radioactive podcast. It's going to be fun. Uh, I was talking about it with the uh, with Josh and Jade, and well, that's the problem, really. J J J Josh and J J J Jade, uh, they they got very similar names. I- I'm luckily I'm a D D D Dean, keeping things nice and fresh. But we thought, what better way to involve you guys than to literally have you be part of the process so uh this will air on the 31st of july and as far as you know we're recording this on the 31st of july (laughs) like let no one talk you out of thinking that's the truth okay and we're gonna keep this going we're gonna have a nice audience participation august there's the name there is the name good job we Um, we got there (laughs) we did it guys so leave us an itunes review with your your name on it, of course, and we will use it in the generation of one of our superheroes. If you're, if you're very lucky, so we're going to start on the thirty first of July. Going to end it on the twentieth of August. So please, just say say some nice things. If you if you really want to be critical, that's also cool as well. We're we're all open for that, right, guys? I, I yeah, will be personally ignoring all one star reviews, <laughs> or you'll be used yeah, as a I don't know henchman, maybe. 
yeah, you, you, you're going to be turning to like first episode supervillain, I guess, if you're going to yeah. leave us a one star review. High school bully, maybe. Personal. <laughs> huh? The high school bully oh. kind of trope. And no one remembers the high school bully unless they have like a wonderful turnaround, which you won't, Mr. One Star Review. Nope. So, 31st of July to the 20th of August, leave us a review with a name on it, and we might use that in Bitten by a Radioactive Podcast. You guys excited for that? Well, I mean, as long as, you know, everyone that leaves us a review doesn't have the name Josh, Jade, Dean, or similar, <laughs> uh, you know, similar surnames or anything, or... Uh, this this goes out to all you Xavier's yeah. and uh, Zach's. Yeah, leave a review Quentin's. if you've got an interesting name. If, if you've got one of those nice, nice, cool names, hit us up with a nice review. So, with that out of the way, shall we get to our first... I don't want to call it a segment. Our first part of our conversation where we, we discuss some inspiration. And now, Jade, you had an idea, right? Yeah, so we've been recommending um, comics and manga, etc. I mean, they're the same thing. But we've been recommending um, literature so far. Um, mm. And I thought it would be interesting if we examined uh, another medium that dr- addresses superhero characters. So this week, I thought we could talk about either our favorite or recently enjoyed superhero films which is a good idea considering hollywood just cannot get enough and hasn't pumping them out (laughs) yeah they haven't been getting enough since like the 90s if you think about it Mm. since um um the fancy batman who does it tim burton Burton. that's it the fancy batman you know the one with the best batmobile (laughs) am i I right guys it's a zany batman Mm. so Jade, you started, so you got to be telling us what 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 film do you want to talk about? Oh god, okay. Um, so it's probably my favorite superhero film because I think I've watched it about twenty times by this point, including the rewatch that I did yesterday to prepare for this episode. Uh, so my choice is Megamind. Oh, Megamind! I should have guessed. <laughs> <laughs> I love Megamind, and so many people shit on this film. Um, it's a DreamWorks animated feature, uh, yeah, starring... forget about it, don't they? It's yeah, they, they well, do. Well, the problem um, is it came out at the same time as a certain, um, Despicable Me, I yes, believe. Yes, it did. Mm. And a lot of people compared them. Mm. Mm. But, I mean, I prefer Megamind. I think mm. it's far superior. Um, the main reason a lot of people shit on it is because it suffers with the same problem as, uh, The Incredibles, which is all of the background characters are fucking ugly. Like, so ugly. Yeah. um, hmm. So you have to kind of just squint a little bit whenever there's a crowd scene. But for the main character designs, it's perfect. It's so exaggerated. It's wonderful. Great caricature. Yeah. um, It's got a very sort of Silver Age vibe to it, where it's just like, this is just straight up superheroes, man. This ain't no, like, gritty reboot. This ain't no, like, oh, it's, it's in real life. It's like, nah. No, exactly. That's intentional. It's supposed to be uh, a parody of that sort of uh, age. Mm. Um, so a quick sort of plot breakdown um, is if you imagine sort of the beginning of Superman, um, you know, baby soups get sent from an exploding planet to Earth. Mm-hmm. But in Megamind, uh, the Superman equivalent gets sent to a very posh household and ends up grown up as a spoiled brat. Yeah. And the main character isn't actually the Superman of the story. The main character is Megamind, who uh, is another baby from another alien planet 
who crash landed in a prison. So he's raised by prisoners to be a bad guy, basically. And he sort of lives up to that role during the film. Pretty much, yeah. He he ends up going to the same school as this um, other character who... He's basically the Superman equivalent. Um, But this other kid bullies him and he has this epiphany where he realizes the only thing he's good at is being bad. So he embraces it and he becomes the most campy, over-the-top, hammed-up supervillain. And he's so great. He's played by Will Ferrell. Yeah, I was going to say, it doesn't hurt that he's played by fucking Will Ferrell in this situation. Um, It's it's also got a really great love interest, uh, Roxanne Ritchie, who is played by... By... It's not Anna Faris, is it? No, the Tina Fey. It's the actress Tina Fey who who wrote Mean Girls, I believe. Yes, yeah, yes. So I love her, and she's really great in this. Um, and uh, minor spoiler for the film, but she is purely the love interest in the final version of the film. But I found out recently that there's um an old version of the script and some old concept art where she gets to be a superhero in. Like the ending, oh and I was like, "We missed out on Tina Fey as a superhero. <laughs> this could have been great." But regardless, the Instead, final you film get, is good. Um, fucking Josh Rogan being <laughs> like Seth Rogan. No, Seth actually, Rogan, it's neither it. of those, isn't it? <laughs> what? No, it's Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill, yeah. Jonah Hill is, th- is another reason I love this film. He plays uh, a microcosm of self-entitled pricks who believe in men's rights activism. <laughs> there you go. Oh. Watch, watch Mega Mind if you want to. And see And he's it. crushed. It's so great. If watch you want to see that happen, please watch it. So that's fueling you for this episode. Definitely. Um, I, on the other hand, I went a little bit on the other direction, and I watched something that people may not really immediately pick up as a superhero film, but I watched Chronicle. Oh. Now I loves me some Chronicle because brief plop synopsis, <laughs> plop synopsis. <laughs> plot synopsis is um three high school kids one who comes from a very rough family he uh he gets beaten by his drunk dad and his cousin and a class president super duper student man played by uh michael b jordan real good guy Uh, they fall into a pit when they're at a rave one night and it gives them weird telekinetic powers and of course it sends them up the three off on very different not only personal journeys, but very literal journeys when they learn how to use those powers. And it, it gets me in the same way as Spider-Man gets me, in that it's very much grounded in adolescence and sort of youthfulness and teenagers being kind of dumb and not necessarily picking up on the idea that you should probably use these powers for good. You know, there's a great scene where they're in a, a supermarket and they're just dicking around with people by making their trolleys scoot off in uh, weird directions or trying to pull gum out of a guy's mouth and he fucking slams him against the counter. Just dumb jackass shit like that. Is this the one that people were calling sort of a shitty American Akira? Yes, yes it is. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, pretty much. Because this this character that I mentioned who comes from the rougher household, Andrew... Played by um, uh, oh. guy who's Valerian. He also he oh, also Valerian. plays uh, Harry Osborn in the Amazing Spider-Man too. Yeah, I know who you yeah. mean. Uh, yeah, bugger, something Dean or something. That guy. So that guy plays Andrew, and he sort of because he's from a rougher household, he sort of takes this opportunity to to use these powers to gain a little bit of literal power 
no, figurative power, sorry, from his current life standing. So he tries to use it to get back at bullies. Um, he uses it in a talent contest to to win that outright, and that gets him like instant popularity. But it's it just it's a good way to show how if it's a good example of these powers occurring in real life and not necessarily going the way you might think. It's a nice little deconstruction of I've got superpowers. I guess I'll do this. It's like nah. If you were if you were seventeen years old and you got telekinesis, you would most definitely definitely plan like a dumb holiday around the world because you'd learn how to fly using them. Fucking simple, right? It's my pick. It's my pick. Hmm. I did not expect that. Josh. 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 Yep. You you are a film guy. <laughs> I am a film guy. You like your films? I do like my films. I it's went on your passport. Th- it is. Um, I went through a roller coaster of trying to decide on which ones to go for. Yeah. And I kind of went at one point down this route of um, how things have been adapted from different, like going from comic to film. So at one, yeah. so at one point I wanted to start with Howard the Duck. <laughs> oh my God. Because <laughs> uh, I was really what interested in how we could go from kind of, the most of the Howard stuff I've read is where he's obviously kind of like a private investigator, detective kind of thing. So I was quite interested in how he goes into a music manager yeah it's it's not your your straightforward superhero no. is howard and then i thought oh i know what i'm gonna go for i'm gonna go for one of my favorite films r.i.p.d starring <laughs> oh Je- my god <laughs> how are you getting worse <laughs> starring jeff bridges and ryan reynolds uh one of mine and dean's favorite films Ooh. but then i realized Ooh. i haven't actually read r.i.p.d i've bought them and given them to dean but oh i've never god. actually read them <laughs> so i don't have so I don't actually have much of a kind of point of reference. So Josh, you got to tell me. You got to tell me what did you, what did you watch? In the end, well, I went to go see Spider-Man: Homecoming the other day. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I'm not talking about that. I'm going to talk about Sam Raimi's 2002 Spider-Man. What oh. the original? The original Spider-Man <gasps> with Tobey so Maguire. Happy. I'm so happy. <laughs> which, okay. Which, looking back, is an amazing film. Right? Why does no one get this? Um, is it, is it? Yes. I mean, well, Jade and I saw Homecoming recently, and we were just coming out the cinema like, holy crap, Maguire who? Raimi No, who? no, you were saying Maguire who. I, we went for dinner afterwards, and I kept saying, no, no, but people are going to start shitting on Maguire again and Garfield, and they were legit okay Spider-Man. And look, you can't tell teenage Jade in her first superhero shirt that was covered with Spider-Man that Spider-Man 1 wasn't good because she loved it, and I still love it. And Spider-Man 2 was good as well, but um, I th- I th- Tobey Maguire was okay. It's the, the main problem with that version of Spider-Man was that he grew up in an instant. Hmm. Over the course of the, the three films. Yeah, but anyway, Josh, continue. It's such a kinetic film. It's actually got some really cool fights in it, mm. Um, mm. especially towards the end with... I'm not going to say spoilers because it's been 15 years. <laughs> uh, oh, Maguire's like 50 years old now. <laughs> um, but one of the, like the final confrontation between Green Goblin and Spidey is brutal. Mm. Like, yeah, dude gets like stabbed by his glider. And it's also like you never get to see people. And, well, actually, that being said, with Civil War, we kind of got it. But people's costumes don't really get torn up as much. No. no. But the first thing that happens in that fight is that Osborne, played by Willem Dafoe, who's superb and just eats mm-hmm. up scenery 
10 out of 10. Um, he throws a grenade at Tobey Maguire's face, and the mask just gets absolutely ripped to shreds. Yeah, it does, right? And it's really just funny watching it, especially because I'm not really sure if I've actually watched it properly since watching the Evil Dead movies, which also Sam Raimi directed. Yeah. And it's kind of interesting looking back, and it's like, oh, wow, there's actually kind of... You can really tell it's his movie. Oh, a little bit of altarism. Yeah. And it's just good. Right. We got our our inspiration now, and we've yep. been talking for literally forever. Yeah. Do, do you guys want to get down to business? Bone yeah, saw sorry. is ready. Yes. <laughs> Bone saw's ready. Mega mind's ready. Um, uh, dis- disillusioned teenager with telekinesis is ready. Dane Dehan, I found out. Dane Dehan, that's his name. Yep. Do you guys want to know what I've got cooked up for you? Please. Yes, please. I was overwhelmed by how well we did with. The simple name of Travel Express. <laughs> Big up to Jade, by the way, for pushing forward with that name. It was quite a challenge. Hmm. Broke a real sweat on that. Mm. You know, we got to keep up a nice pace, though. We can't. We can't burn out. And I've got some some decent generators, which I thought I might save for the competition. Leave us a review on iTunes. We might use your name in Generating Hero. Yes, yes, yes. They've got that. <laughs> but let's let's get a little bit more. I say generic. But let's get a little bit more generic. No. So, no. Can, can we say classic? Let's get a little bit more classic. Nice. Well, I've got here a fantasy name generator. <laughs> but it's not just a fantasy name generator. And I quote, this is a fantasy name extreme generator. Okay. Now, people are going to see that episode title and be all like, fuck, that, I'm, I'm well into that. But ge- this generator, I think it lives up to his name. I've I've clicked the button once and it's given me 20, 20 names. Names such as Hunter Lord Chanter, Radical Dark, Maxim Lone Drake, Song Magnus. Roll up, roll up, Tolkien OCs left, right and centre. <laughs> Send Dragoncaster. We are well in for it today. I, I, I'm so excited I can barely, barely get the words out. Tell me please you're as excited as I am. To oh, definitely. Yeah. There's, poten- there's potential here. All right, I'm, I'm going to give this a few more generations to really shuffle the deck. Uh, I'm going to need one of you guys to give me a random number t- between 1 and 20. 18. 18. Ooh. Ooh. Our superhero today is Spirit Purity Silver. <laughs> <laughs> Spirit Purity Silver, what have you got for me? Oh, dear. I've made a terrible mistake. Let's push forward with this name. Let's push forward with... Uh, I, okay, immediately, I kind of get the feeling of like some kind of quite slim, I want to say effeminate gentleman. Yeah. L- I, I was thinking uh, sort of lady superhero. But I, like, I don't want to go down the fan- fantasy route to betray the generator. <laughs> I want to do something. I want to do something weird. Travel Express is so good because it was so weird. The hair is a fucking train. What can we do with spirit? Alcohol. Well, let Josh finish his thought. Go on. Well, I was just going to go, like, immediately just saying spirit, purity, silver, I get that kind of long, flowing hair kind of thing. But mm. but no abilities jump out immediately. Of course. But, of course the, the, the... Oh, hold on. No. Well, no, it's coming. Okay. It's, a, it's a coming. All right. All right. We're going to take spirit, purity, and we're, we're going to uh-huh. take this down the route of alcohol. Hello. Okay. The, the, the purity of an alcohol. So maybe it's um, alcohol content, maybe. You know how such like, oh, like a good vodka could be like 45. 
100%. This is a pure alcohol. Maybe it's... Ooh, maybe some sort of... I don't see how of... this leads to a power, though. What if it's a superhero bartender who's powered by the drinks they consume? So, if she drinks, say, a... They're he, he, right? Uh, shall we go with she? Shall we go with she? Because, like... You're pushing the goyle. We've had... <laughs> Wait, what's the balance so far? We've had two goyles, two boys, and uh, no. one they. Yeah. We've had... Yeah. I'm pushing the girl. Okay, okay go okay, for we, it. We, we can push the girl. So, Purity Silver, she's a bartender who lives in a, let's say, a rougher side of town. She lives in, what's the city called? Josh. I don't know. There yet. you go. I don't know. <laughs> mainly because I kind of, in a similar way, downtown Pewterthorpe. Okay. Pewterthorpe. There we go. What the, where did that come from? I'm I'm a genius. So in downtown Pewterthorpe City, there resides a small bar called Purity Silvers. Or Purity Silver. Purity Space Silver. Silvers? Silvers is good. Silvers sounds like a strip club. No, no, it doesn't. <laughs> okay, okay. Silvers. I'm I'm being fucking retarded. I don't even care. So in in Silvers there's a uh, a bartender and she's she's got the classic Wipe in the uh, the glass look. In terms of age, maybe she's sort of a little bit older. I was going for the maybe. older route. I, I, yeah. For some reason, I'm not sure if the silver should have bit, but you know, silver, like silver grayish. Oh, like hair. a silver fox. Hmm. So let's say she's sort of in her forties. She's got a few silver hairs, but she's she's still going at it. And I'd she like lives... her to be older. What fifties? Sixties? Seventies, please. Oh, okay, we got our first OAP. Uh, O-A-H. 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 Hashtag O-A-H. So she, she's still kicking it. She's been in this city all her damn life. And she's been here in, in Silvers for, for 50 years. We, we can use this uh, for flashback opportunities where she sees every single age of comic book heroes, and but the bar mm-hmm. has stayed the same. Excellent. And she's she's there, serving them drinks, giving them the, the old pick me ups that they need. Her her bar can be lined with like superhero photos and headlines of all the people who have been to her bar mm. while she's been here. Such a classic look. Mm. But her herself is a of course she's a, a little bit of a superhero. She can she just takes a, a small swig of one of the the many 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 bottles on the back wall, and she's there. But now we have to come up with superpowers for every single alcoholic drink in the world. Hold on, you just said she's there. She She's what? She's there. I don't understand what you mean by that. She takes a drink and she's there. Well, she was already there. She's there in superheroic form. What, like powered up? Yeah. Are, yeah. are, we, are we talking like a Popeye spinach kind of thing? <laughs> Almost. That's kind of cool. Yeah, so um, let's say she drinks a... Hmm... Oh, could we kind of use the alcohol percentage thing as the higher the... Mm, actually, no, I'm not sure if that's going to... Yes, prom- okay. Risk reward, right? The higher the spirit percentage of the alcohol, uh, the, the stronger she becomes. But she's still as prone to alcohol as anyone else. Be it a little bit more resistant considering she's been around it all her life. So I she- think uh, uh, the opposite. What? So... Most of the time, if she hasn't drunk anything, she acts like a drunk. 
but the more she drinks, the purer she becomes. Are, are we talking so, like a uh, Fry in Futurama, how many coffees he has scenario? Yes, yes, exactly. So when she reaches like blood alcohol content 100%, <laughs> She oh. is like, she ascends to like her purest form. Her hair turns white and her skin glistens and she is the most proper, poised, elegant bartender you've ever met. Jesus Christ. I just want to point out that 100% blood alcohol content is bonkers. Like, they but it's possible it in... for her. I, I guess because so. She is a superhero. Purity. Mm-hmm. Spirit purity. I'm liking this. Can I interject something else? Because you've kind of said that alcohol powers her, but I wanted to pitch a potential enemy. Oh, go. Well, the immediate thing that I sprung to, and I've been thinking about while you two have been um and ah about her age and her hair, is spirit purity immediately makes me think of like a demon hunter. Ooh, okay. What if it's not like a really straight up sort of Castlevania style thing. No. It's more, if this is a hero bar, maybe she's all about maintaining the hero population. Hmm. So like when, like she keeps an eye on heroes and if they show signs of corruption or abuse of power or something, she's the one that will, you know, uh, drive the demon out of them of corruption and whatnot. Like a guardian spirit. Yeah. I, I kind of like that. We could kind of draw on... Um, do you remember that? There was that manga series called Bartender where people would tell their stories and then the bartender would make a drink and make them kind of feel better. Hmm. Could we kind of do something with that kind of idea? Can I just say that sounds like the best manga ever. I haven't read it. Why haven't I read it? Really? It was, it was quite yeah. a nice anime. I remember it was quite chilled out. What the hell? Yeah, I need to read this. I remember you talking <laughs> about it years ago. Holy moly. I, th- I think we could potentially do something like this. Maybe maybe if there's something up with the superhero, she directly interjects as well. You know, she she makes them the drink. Hey, you're having a rough day. You broke up with your, your, your super boyfriend. Here, have this, um, this gin and tonic. It's got special herbs and spices in it. And then while they're uh, necking that drink, she sort of nips out the back. She makes a, a, a devil's brew of her own downs that and then she's like okay i'm gonna show that boyfriend who's boss no one messes with my customers spirit away so do her drinks like the the ones that she makes are those powered up as well like do her nah, powers these are, these are just like straight up alcoholic oh, okay. drinks. so the only way her powers work is through her ingesting drinks hmm. okay i yeah. would like to take a brief moment of pause hmm. and wonder about the message we're sending Alcohol makes you strong. <laughs> I am reminded of a advert from many moons ago where a superhero is climbing up some scaffolding to collect a balloon and then ends up falling off the scaffolding. And then it, I think the message was, alcohol doesn't make you a superhero. Oh, I remember those. Yeah. Okay, I have another idea then. I think there was like another one where some guy was like climbing up um, like a pylon or something. Like one of the uh, mm. electrical... Um, Doodads. I don't remember these, but I have another idea. Okay, go on. What if we Jessica Jones it? Go so on. she, even though her powers are fueled by alcohol, she is an alcoholic and she's actually trying not to drink. So she's trying to solve problems without go. using her powers. Oh, okay. So like the out the the drink is the last resort. Yes. Because she once went one hundred percent blood alcohol content. 
100%, and, well, her veins became vodka, and not... That's not good. That's not good at all. I can imagine it having a kind of um, My Hero Academia kind of one-for-all glittery vein effect. Yeah. Hmm. Well, maybe the idea is like her blood turns practically into alcohol and so she no, becomes like... No, turns to silver. Oh, yeah, exactly. She go. becomes like this this sort of clear, almost ethereal thing. And then she she becomes almost like a ghost because there, there ain't no blood in there no more. That's just, that's just booze. A bit like, uh, what's that Runaways hero? Um, oh, uh, Lucy in the Sky? Yeah, there you go. But do you realise how hilarious this is now? Because when she's not drunk, she actually seems drunk. Hmm. So she's going to be going to AA means, and they're like, come on, you've got to do better. And she's like, no, I haven't drunk anything in like 10 well, years. Where's my badge? I swear to God, I've, I've been sober all these times. And they're like, get out of here. Oh, and she's got to have like a, a 20s accent. So she sounds like um, a, a booze hawker. And what would that sound like? Um, do you want the old lady as well or just the, the, the booze hawker? As much as you can throw in there. Um, well, look here, sorry, I've been sober for decades, 25 years. I've I don't know what that was. The alcohol. I ain't been, I ain't been shoving that hooch on people. <laughs> there you go. That's Josh, spirit. I think I think we should try and figure out how her powers actually work. Then, yes. if she ingests alcohol, how does it affect her? What does it do to her? <sighs> Aside from making her, you know, gradually more confident slash elegant mm. slash. Um, she, she's kind of polite. like the. I can't. I ever want to say she's like a function alcoholic, literally, or like kind of the living embodiment of almost like beer goggles kind of thing. <laughs> Oh, what? Uh, um. Well, don't they say that if you're like really drunk, you're kind of oblivious to like pain and stuff? It, it helps. They say it helps. Yeah. So maybe that's one of the effects. She can't feel pain. See, I like the idea of different powers depending on different drinks. Mm. That, that can... She she can make herself up some nice cocktails and stuff. So if she makes if she ingests a flaming cocktail and manages to get a bit of the fire in her throat, then she has flame powers. She's she's well away. Yeah, I mean, ah, oh, like I said, it's tricky because there's so there's so many alcoholic drinks, isn't there? I mean, maybe beer can just make her a little bit more muscular and a little bit more surly. A finer drink like like a good ooh, like a, a maraschino can give her. Weird cherry-like powers. It might, might be quite nice for, like, the first thing is just a beer. And that's kind of, like, we use it as, like, the control group. And it's like, yeah. that's her first. She just shotguns a beer and just, you know, punches up, uppercuts, she, knocks someone into a wall kind of thing. Hmm. And then she moves on to something like um, a, vo- a vodka drink. Uh, that's very small, but very biting and sharp. So maybe so, that gives her like. So you're saying she takes a vodka drink, maybe a whiskey drink, maybe a lager drink. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> oh, I... then in the kitchen sink. Was that? <laughs> yeah. She will. I don't want a, a hero vomiting in one of our imaginary comics, please. Well, unfortunately, I think she's going to have to at some point. Maybe she gets we're, we're, so sober. We're going sober. down a road that we can't turn back from. Maybe, maybe she gets so sober that she starts vomiting her guts. Like, she's like, okay, I'm going to go stone cold. Nothing for, like, a day. And it just completely wrecks her. Maybe maybe she does that because she goes even without the fumes for a day. Maybe the fumes keep her from going completely, 
like deadline in terms oh, well, of level of being alcohol. around it like yeah. in her bar yeah hmm. maybe that's even like a part of her her body now because she needs alcohol to function to some degree that completely being without it ruins her even just that little background radiation amount of alcohol i really like the image of her grabbing a beer keg an entire like metal keg and just downing it and becoming like an, a hulk-esque old woman figure mm. or like i think grabbing... you're taking it too literally though like popeye style <laughs> like just because we're saying she ingests a thing she it doesn't have to mean that she just gets strong for punching because that's boring oh, no, i only say that because it's it's beer okay well okay well well how about some other examples then like i was thinking if she drinks like a really kind of smooth drink that she actually becomes like really slippery or something or like a like a real nice whiskey yeah or if she she could drink like a shot of vodka and she becomes very sharp like like a sword lady yeah shing 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 she could drink a very what what would would happen if she was to take a quite smooth drink like red wine and then drink something (laughs) quite sharp like, like gin, gin. Maybe? and what, what would happen <laughs> if maybe a gin she, wine maybe. maybe yeah some sort of gin wine if she was to combine it <laughs> so Josh with some of his other friends who aren't us and are probably worse than us came up with this drink called gin wine and we we drank it once at a, uh, a convention and by god you know that whole thing about mixing your drinks it's true it's real fucking true gin wine ruined us and it continues to plague our life. It was hilarious, though. And now I wonder if Spirit Purity can use this in some way. Hmm. Uh, Miss Purity Silver can most certainly use gin wine. Maybe gin wine is her, like, special. Her special drink and her in silvers. Maybe Everyone a, maybe a last resort of... kind of thing. <laughs> it certainly was a last resort for <laughs> us. <laughs> okay. And I know we've got quite far, but I don't. I kind of want to strip us back and take us back to... Potentially her being more of a support hero and helping other heroes. Well, I, we've done a lot of support heroes, I feel. Like, our last hero was a support hero. I was vis- envisioning her as more of a lone wolf, to be honest. Mm. Yeah. You know, like a sort of rogue that's just trying to keep herself above the rest of the heroes. If she's going to, you know, keep an eye on them, she can't really get too attached to any of them. Well, I was thinking something completely different. I was thinking well, of someone who's very protective of their of their customer base, of the people who regularly come, her regulars, if you will. Hmm. And, you know, being as she's kind of old and has a lot of attachments coming in and out, she's very community-based, you know? So in uh, Pewter... Thorpe. Pewter Thorpe City, mm-hmm. she's going to be like a, 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 a Spider-Man or a Daredevil where she, she's got her, her block, and that's her block. This is... My neighborhood. Oh, okay. Okay, I, I can like that bit. Yeah. You don't be messing with any any of my my boys or my girls, or you got to answer to me. Spirit, you want a drink? <laughs> we can discuss it over a nice drink. I was going to say, like, could she have maybe been more of a forward hero, but now she, obviously she's got older. Can she now try and use her powers for more? What's the word? Passive means. Hmm. hmm. So she's she's reined it back since her glory days. Yeah, and now it's more of a. Mm, I think mm. I, that that can work. She used to be like um, this big time Justice League member or something. 
Is that kind of what like what you're thinking? Yeah. Hmm. So she she could have been like big time famous. I'm remember kids, don't drink like I do, or else you will die. Yeah, this is the thing. I think in my mind, I've still got this kind of what message do we want to give with spirit? Yeah. It's an 18 plus comic. We can just put 18 plus on it, and we can do whatever the fuck we want. No, no, no. I agree with Josh. I think it would be interesting if maybe she. In her struggle against alcoholism, she has never actually been 100% sober. Okay. So maybe there's like a, a secret power that she has when she is completely purged and completely pure. So she's trying to get zen. She doesn't do it, no, not not intentionally. Like maybe it's an accident. Like there's a lot of kind of tension that builds over time, like... You know, you said she goes away from the bar, maybe, and she realizes that even just the, the merest fumes were sustaining her powers. Oh, so everyone else is like, no, uh, Spirit, you got to drink. Just you got to a- come back to the bar. you got to come back. And maybe, like, through those last few bits where she's like, no, I'm going to do this. I'm going to get sober. I'm going to get clean. Uh, maybe she gets, like, a little cut and someone puts a little bit of an <laughs> alcohol swab on her and she's like, no, I'm back to square one, you know. So there's all these... All these weeks that she goes and tries. There could be quite a nice scene, well I say nice, where she does get the alcohol swab and in her almost anger she kind of swats it away. But even just that has given her close to super strength. Yeah. Exactly, yeah, yeah. But then, so so she's she's getting weaker and weaker after the swab. Uh, she, Can she I goes cut in longer. for a second? Go One on. second. Shall we have this towards the like the the back end of the comic run? Sure. Oh, I'm sorry. Am I veering <laughs> off towards an excellent ending again? <laughs> you, you're doing it again. Sorry. You're, you're real good at ending things. <laughs> we can come back to this then. They call you full stop sarsen. It gives me time to flesh it out a bit more. Go on. Okay, so you, you, you get that beginning and middle bit where you see her using her powers. You know, she's, she's guzzling the drinks, etc. and getting real strong. But then... Maybe there's an incident that makes her sort of fearful and makes her want to escape the drink and say, no, that's enough. I cannot touch it anymore or else I might hurt this person again or knock over this building. Some sort of cataclysmic personal event. Yeah, maybe she loses control. Like she goes to save someone from a domestic abuse scenario. Perhaps like, like she breaks into this apartment and this guy's cowering on the floor and there's a woman there who's like you know, guzzling away, and instead of jumping right in immediately to save this guy, this hero is just kind of frozen in the doorway, like, is this is this what I've become? Mm. Hmm. And then obviously she saves the guy, and the domestic abuser gets put in prison, but it, it has shooketh her. Yeah, I kind of like that. We could kind of use that as kind of a tour, hark back to our favourite uh, friendly neighbourhood, Spider-Man. The whole mm-hmm. um, idea of with great power comes great responsibility. Yeah. Mm. In the same way that, you know, obviously drinking, drinking, oh, no, there's a line in here somewhere about drinking responsibly. <laughs> I know it's there. And it, with great power come comes. Come on. You must drink um, responsibly. <laughs> 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 yes, there, there we go. That, that, that must be it. Oh, oh, I had an idea. What if for like a mini arc during her struggle, she tries, maybe in her younger days, like, she tries drinking things other than alcohol, and she's like, maybe maybe I'll be able to get powers from other things that I drink. Maybe it doesn't have to be alcohol, but nothing, nothing works. Mm. It's like, maybe fruit juice. Nah. Maybe maybe lead-based paint. <laughs> nah. Maybe 
um, maybe this medicine might help me. Oh, it does work. Oh, wait, this is alcoholic rub. <laughs> oh, maybe she ingests something really harmful, like you said, with like the pain, and then she ends up in hospital, and they're like, we can't, we can't fix her, something wrong, and one of her friends hooks her up to like a, an alcohol IV. <laughs> they're just like, I'll, I'll get it. Yeah. Just like turns. <laughs> It's like grabbing, you know, the 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 dispensers behind the bar that do like whiskey and like vodka yeah. and stuff. It's just one of those, just put upside down on the IV. Yeah, uh, it's rack. like don't worry, I got you, girl. I got your drip <laughs> right here. Ah, uh, the only problem is if alcohol has an re- reverse effect on her, i.e., she gets more sober the more she drinks. It, it's a little bit difficult to create that sort of domestic abuse situation that you you mm. summed up because it's like no, no, because it it. I'm not saying, like, she's 100% drunk all the time. I'm saying, like, she appears drunk. So maybe she's, like, you know, like all those kind of noir detectives who wander around in a half-pissed state all the time. Mm-hmm. Just like that. So if she does drink, to super-duper clarify, when she drinks, she does become drunk and disorderly? No. See, this is this is where it falls apart, then. Mm. Why? Because she can't give up alcohol if alcohol doesn't have an effect on her if she drinks more, mm. right? I think what might happen is that she's trying to give up her powers instead of giving up the alcohol. Okay. So. Oh, because uh, she like hurt someone. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I think so. Maybe um, she got so angry that one of her regulars or someone in the neighborhood got so hurt that she just, she got the funnel, the, the big old funnel, the beer bong, and she just put everything in it. And she's all like, this, this has got to finish now. They've got to go all the way fucking down. And she drinks everything and she just flattens blocks. And everyone's like, dude, what the hell? Why do you do that? And Spirit's like, shit, okay, that's it. That is it. I'm going sober. I'm not going to step into people's problems anymore. I'm making them all worse. I'm just going to serve drinks and that will be that. In fact, I'm not even going to serve drinks. Silver's is closed, closed, closed. Also, oh, this bar becomes sort of dilap- uh, dilapidated. Is dilapidated that the word? is the word. Yeah. And so, uh, spirit steps out altogether, and that begins her road to sobriety. And then the shit happens where she's like, "No, I can't even touch alcohol anymore. Else, I might, I might go crazy." It's almost like a like a PTSD thing, possibly almost. Hmm. How's that sound? Yeah, no, that sounds good. You're you're right. Uh, I think. My other idea of her being reverse drunk doesn't work for this scenario. So, yeah, we have to get rid of it. Yeah, that's all right. It's part of the creative process, right? We've got to work through these problems. I do want to keep the thing, though, that if she gets, you know, so drunk to a point that it reverses, that can still be a thing. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. But we've we've got this final, again, we've got this nice final arc where she goes into pure sobriety. Maybe, maybe she gets so... Um, so sober that she just gets rid of all the alcohol in her system altogether and her powers just turn off and she becomes regular old spirit instead of spirit purity silver. Wait, when she drinks too much? When she drinks like 0%. When when her blood alcohol level is 0.00. Well, yeah, that's what I was saying. Like the whole shtick is that if she doesn't drink anything at all then she's just a normal human being but being 70 without her powers keeping her fit and healthy she would deteriorate a bit it's a crutch almost yeah 
I had another idea, just a brainwave. Go on. Okay, so she has PTSD because she hurt someone, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so she she doesn't want to use her powers because they're they're too powerful. She could hurt people even in her attempts to save them. But yep. she's grown up with bar culture and pub culture, and the way you fix things is through a brawl or you step outside. Everything is solved with violence. So yeah. maybe her final epiphany, her final big thing, is that someone someone she cares about is going to be hurt if she doesn't do something. But she's finally got to the point where she's sober. Yeah. And Absolutely she's a weak sober. old woman, but she has this this small pause in her life where she's finally sober and finally, maybe, potentially happy. Oh. But then, of course, this, this loved one maybe gets kidnapped by uh, an ex-rival or an ex-adversary, you know, some some villain. And that villain is called Josh. Give me, give me a cocktail of a name. <laughs> oh, c- 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 can we finally get an ice villain involved? Uh, well, you can't have a drink without a few rocks. Can, can oh it, God! Can it be called like crushed ice? Or it definitely cannot be called crushed ice. <laughs> On the rocks. They could be just called like the rocks. No, mm. uh, two. Um, they're twins, shaken and stirred. <laughs> no, we've had we've had we've oh, had no, brothers yeah, and brothers. twin powers. Um, brother and sister, shaken and stirred. No, we've had that. Oh, I, guess, I guess we could do that. Father and son, shaken and stirred. <laughs> um, adoptive son and father, shaken and stirred. Uncle and nephew, shaken and stirred. Okay, well, wh- whatever their relation, their powers are. One's got earthquake powers, one's got wind powers, right? I thought they were ice villains. Cr- crushed ice well, was an ice yeah, villain. Yeah, but... Mm. What about they got ice plus wind and plus uh, earth powers? Mix it up. No, it's no, to. it's too much, isn't it? It's a cocktail of a power, though. <laughs> anyway, okay, whatever the villain uh, is. Oh, go on. No, I was trying. I finally like almost found something that I quite like the idea of like sil- spirit purity being some kind of like old kind of bar culture kind of thing, and all of the mm. villains that we encounter are based around like the new kind of hipster kind of bar culture. Everything Ooh. served out of mason jars or like yes. tin cans. <laughs> So you have like one whippersnapper coming in who they're drinking out of a fucking jam jar like, yo, what up? What up, lady? What kind of fucking establishment is this? So do you do, you do espresso massive... martinis? <laughs> so is it a massive coincidence that they're all heroes and villains fighting each other, but they all o- happen to own bars? I think it's not just a coincidence. I think Pewterthorpe City has a problem. Now, see, this a, a is what I was culture. trying to get into. When you asked about the name of the city... I kind of wanted to go down a similar route that we did with Green Hyena and kind of have like a jungle-themed city there. And I was wondering... I was thinking pewter because of like pewter beer mugs. Oh. So maybe like this history, the history of this city is rich with bar culture, like Mm. way back to sort of ancient times and... (laughs) Ancient times? Oh my God. (laughs) Well, yeah, I mean, you know, wasn't it uh, a famous thing that like Egyptian... Slaves drank beer and made bread, and you know that was their sort of relaxation in, of an evening. Can there have been like a Silvers in Pewterthorpe since the dawn of time? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, they can. So I, it's her lineage, then. Maybe I always remember hearing people always have those stories where, like, oh yeah, my granddad he drank half a Guinness every day for the rest of for like his entire life, and he never got sick. 
and he lived to be 120. Yeah, and the only reason he died was because he got hit by a car. That kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, we can absolutely do this. I wonder if we can kind of... It's quite late to strike some kind of rhythm. Again, Josh has got the back end, the backstory, and Jade's got the front end. Speaking of which... Speaking of which... Oh, yeah, you you, you were doing an ending, weren't you? Yeah, Yeah, I I didn't... Okay, so... Bearing all that in mind, she's even got more pressure now <laughs> from all of her lineage to to use violence to end a conflict. <gasps> that, um, this is, hold on, sorry. This is why they've taken her loved one. They want her to close Silvers. Yeah. You, you have to let Josh talk when he's when he's got that. But they're going to hurt whoever this person... Who is this person? We need to establish this. Uh, Who's been taken? Oh, it's... um. Silver's old sidekick called Club Soda. Who, uh, <laughs> <laughs> are we go- are we going with Club Soda? Yes. They're a heavy hitter. <laughs> yes. But they're old as well now too, but their yeah. powers have waned, so the- they're just and- trying and <sighs> doing nothing. Well basically like every other night at Silver's there is a group of kind of elderly heroes who were called the regulars. Ah, that's so good. <laughs> and they all kind of play that's like really poker good. together. They play. Yes. We're playing bridge. Ah, you're doing the exact <laughs> same face you pulled against that old criminal in during that bank heist in '73. Oh my God, Josh! I love it when you wake up and just fucking deal the cards. <laughs> there you go. So one of the regulars got <laughs> one of her most treasured regulars, yep. who was her sidekick. And they've had a very long partnership for many, many, many years. And the rest of the regulars are like, for fuck's sake, it's been 70 years. Well, actually, maybe we've known each other for about 60 of those. Um, Why haven't you two got together? Blah, blah, blah. Anyway, there's something there. And he gets kidnapped by, what were their names? Uh, You kind of have crushed ice, shaken and stirred. Yes. Um, One One of the many... Maybe it's a huge villain team up from the various other bars around the city and they're like, Silver, get out here. We're, we're going to end this once and for all. You, us, all of us, one final brawl. A brawl to end all bar brawls. And from her momentary peace, she awakes. And she realizes, I just can't get a moment of peace, can I? But how am I going to defeat these guys? I can't. I can't drink again. I've finally gotten clean. And uh, you remember what you were saying earlier where she kind of just dumps a lot of everything into a tub mm. and just downs it all? Yeah. I'm thinking she drinks the entirety of the bar's contents, but to finish it off, finish the concoction, she remembers this special bottle of sake that she had <laughs> stored away. And that just tips it just over the edge enough. It's just strong enough that... Her blood alcohol content reaches 100%, and she's never done 100%. She got to 99 once. That's probably the moment that triggered her PS- uh, PTSD. But Can... this time, she's she's gone full. Now, I was going to... I, still in the back of my mind, I still have this drink with great power becomes... It comes... Oh. Drink responsibly. Okay, well, let me finish then, because oh. you might be okay with this. Okay. She doesn't want to solve this with violence this time. She wants to end all of the pub brawls. She wants to end all the violence. And when she reaches 100%, she becomes... The the strength doesn't come. The the hulking out doesn't come. She's unexpectedly exactly the same as she always was. But she is radiating this aura of peace and purity. Hmm. 
and she just walks out to these villains and maybe she's maybe she's carrying a tray you know maybe maybe she's carrying a peace offering and she just extends this peace towards them i'm i'm picturing something very you know avatar ending-esque you don't need to kill your enemy you just need to stop them fighting it should be something it should be something really simple like a really like I, if you wanted to go down the sake route, just little like cups of sake or something. Yeah, yeah, like a peace offering. So she's or, asking to drink with them and be friends with them. Or we could have some sort of cocktail that's established at the start of the series, like some sort of Chekhov's gun. If you want to mm. call the cocktail Chekhov's gun, that also works. <laughs> um, that's cool. And it, and it's a it's a smoking cocktail. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she could give that out on a tray. Jay, that sounds incredible. Like, do you see what I mean? Like, she radiates such a pure aura. That she she's just, above violence now. Yeah, she's above violence, and she just reduces any violence, any any. Uh, what, what's the word I'm looking for? Like um, any violent compulsion within these mm. these guys, and they all just breathe kind of a sigh and all sit down to a drink together. Let's just have a nice drink together. Yeah. Awesome. Drink responsibly together. <laughs> Let's have a nice responsible drink together, so we don't get sued into oblivion by many many governments around the yes. world. Shall we have a quick recap? Okay. Yes. So, the hero name was Spirit Purity Silver, which, thank you very much, extreme fancy name generator, uh, was supposed to be like this big fancy orc slaying maniac, but we're like, nah. Josh was like, Spirit, how about alcohol? And so, this conjured an alcohol-based superhero. Josh, who is she? She is a bartender from across the comic ages. She's seen it all. She's been there for every single uh, line-wide event that's ever <laughs> happened. She's always seen it. Mm-hmm. She used to be there at the front lines. And then after a... Just as so we're still on the same bit. That after a crime-busting went kind of wrong, she realised that her alcohol dependency wasn't... Yeah. Wasn't heroic, really. Yeah. No, there was nothing heroic about what she was doing. So she decided to kind of simmer down and just deal with looking after her city yeah looking after the hood yes her, her city which is called pewterthorpe city mm-hmm. see we remember we're good we're good boys um you're a good good boy so she settled down to start or to take over the family business the the old bar silvers in the heart of pure uh not purity city pure pewterthorpe city mm-hmm. silvers which was established Many, many years ago by a famous pirate. We won't, we won't say his name. <laughs> but you might know him. <laughs> Wink! And this became sort of a pillar of the community with not just normal regulars, but superhero regulars. In fact, a group of old timers called the regulars, who are uh, a group of uh, superheroes from back in the day who used to fight alongside Spirit, Purity Silver. But then... Something happens, doesn't it, Jade? Yes. Uh, one of their many game nights where they're playing either cards, poker... Uh, dominoes. Bridge. Dominoes, yeah. yeah. They're all always whining on each other. You know, when are you going to clear up the beer garden so we can play, you know, some bowling? But uh, Skittles. Yeah, you know. Um, so one of their game nights, um, Silver doesn't show up and neither does her sidekick of many years, Club Soda. He's a heavy hitter. Mm. And uh, the regulars all take a trek um, to where a big kerfuffle is happening. 
uh, where Club Soda has been kidnapped by all the rival bar owners who also happen to be villains. And they want mm. Silver's to close down. And Silver ain't having it. She's spent many years trying to get sober. And that leads to our big final confrontation, where she realizes that violence is wrong and bar brawls are stupid. Drink responsibly. The end. And that is Spirit Purity Silver. Thank you so much for listening to us go on a nice winding journey without the aid of alcohol. Of course. We have to push that angle now because we do an alcohol-based superhero, so um, we have to take a stand, a responsible stand. In the meantime, if you'd like to get in touch with us and talk more about Spirit or Travel Express or one of our many other superheroes, or if you just want to jam a little bit about comics, get in touch with us on Twitter at BBR underscore podcast. That is at BBR underscore podcast. If you can do us our traditional few favors, if you can leave us an iTunes review, that would be great. And also you can enter our competition to potentially help us create a superhero for uh, the month of August. If you can also just, even just a simple star rating gives us a huge boost. And of course, there's the old word of mouth. Just tell a comics loving friend, hey up, I've been listening to this old podcast. Why don't we listen to it together over a responsible drink? (laughs) That's pretty, pretty good, isn't it? So, you have been bitten by a radioactive podcast. I am Dean McKnight. I'm Jade Sarson. And I am Josh Randall, sponsored by Bacardi Rum. <laughs> Gin wine, drink it. So long, everybody. Um, I'm going to go hit the bar scene right now, actually. So, see you later, guys. Till next week. Glug, glug. Check it out. I know we just signed off, but now it's once again time for the credits. Bitten by Radioactive Podcast is hosted by Dean McKnight, Jay Sarson, and me, Josh Randall. It is all edited up by Dean and then finished off by myself. And of course, one last plug for our Twitter, BBR underscore podcast. Please send in your thoughts on our latest hero, Spirit Purity Silver, or any of our past ones mainly sidetrack and I'm also still waiting on Frogmoth fanfiction. Till next week listeners.